Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Hello everyone, my name is Koi Swaving and I'd like to continue with you through the first five psalms. Today we'll be looking at Psalm 4. Answer me when I call to you, O my righteous God. Give me relief from my distress. Be merciful to me and hear my prayer. How long, O men, will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love delusions and seek false gods? Know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call to him. In your anger, do not sin. When you are on your beds, search your hearts and be silent. Offer right sacrifices and trust in the Lord. Many are asking who can show us any good. Let the light of your face shine upon us, O Lord. You have filled my heart with greater joy than when their grain and new wine abound. I will lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. How often do you lie awake at night and wonder about tomorrow? How often do you stir with restlessness as the problems of the day are turned over and over in your mind? Sometimes you toss and turn and look over at the clock and realize you haven't been sleeping for hours. There's just too much going on. There's problems to solve, situations to address, issues to go over. Today we've turned to Psalm 4. It's a psalm that David sings as he calls out to his Lord for answers. He has serious issues to contend with, real opponents that are making his life very difficult. He's concerned about the impact this will have on this life. And what does he do about it? He turns to the Lord in prayer. He calls upon his God for help. And in doing so, he recognizes his true status, one of blessing. This psalm opens with a powerful appeal to his God. Answer me when I call. It's an opening word that calls upon his Lord and God because he does not know where else to turn. As we'll see in a moment, he's surrounded by opponents, people who would have him shamed and defeated and humiliated. He's in distress. And where's the one place he turns to for his blessing, for his help? He turns to the Lord God. And he invokes God with a particular title, God of my righteousness. My righteousness. The one who helps is the judge of the living and the dead. The one he calls upon is just and perfect in his law. And at first glance, we may think that David's being a bit presumptuous here. That he's calling on God in pride and arrogance. My righteousness. But this is his righteousness because of the verdict of the perfect judge. David has received the declaration of righteousness and can rightly call upon his Lord and God as the one who knows him as a covenant child, who knows his status before God. David's next appeal, asking for graciousness, we can see that he does not call on God on his own merits, on his own righteousness, but that he is seeking 
the Lord's aid. And what is David seeking help from? We learn a lot in verse 2 about his position as he addresses his adversaries. He addresses them as the sons of men. And that's not the humble son of man like how Jesus referred to himself. No. The Hebrew word used here to describe the opponents is more about noteworthy people, people with influence. These were people whose words had clout. When they spoke, things happened. People listened. If they gave a good word, doors opened. If they spoke otherwise, the target suffered. And these people were using their influence to target David. They were mocking him, spreading rumors about him. They were tarnishing his reputation. They were taking his glory, his honor, and turning it to shame. His reputation was being torn to shreds by their false testimony, their lies, their slander. There was no blessing for him in their word. They were giving him a curse by their words. But their words were empty, delusional, empty and vain. Like mist that disappears with the morning sun, their words were like vapor, empty and profitless. We may be reminded of the state of our Lord and Savior when he stood accused by liars and slanderers the night he was betrayed. They gathered around him in the dark night. They cast lies and false testimony upon him. They wanted his reputation dragged through the mud. They wanted the teachings of Jesus dismissed and forgotten. The scribes, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, they used their considerable clout, their influence, to shame the Savior. Our faithful Lord and Savior is also David's Savior, and he had let his servant know by faith his status. David could call on God in his distress and know that the Lord had set the godly for himself, and he would therefore hear him. When he called, he knew that the words of his opponents were empty and vain, that they would not stick for long, since his righteousness was declared by God. It's in that righteousness, righteousness that is his, because of that descendant who bore a far greater insult to his honor than David ever would. The one, the Christ, who would be slandered and made light of to a far greater extent than David. He came so that no word of man could have a lasting impact, but that the blessing by the word of God could carry him forward. David had opportunity, even as his foes were slandering him and putting him down. He could still rest easy in knowing that the Lord hears him when he calls. It's almost as if David is beginning to answer his own prayer by remembering who he's praying to. He could call upon his God in distress, frustrated with all of his opposition, how men of high reputation were ruining his own, and in that very call of distress, begin to speak about how the Lord hears. This is the assurance that we have when we call upon God. This is why prayer is so important for us. God knows our estate. He knows our condition. He knows what we struggle with. He searches our hearts. He knows us more truly than we know ourselves. And yet we still pray to him because we depend upon him. We so desperately need his help and support. And the beautiful thing about prayer 
is that even as we pray, His Spirit gently reminds us. He assures us of His presence, of His help, of His support, of His blessing. In stark contrast with the vain words and lies of the opponent, the words of prayer directed at our loving God are filled with depth and truth. Even in the face of distress, David can experience peace because of his God. What of the taunting of his foe? He has God's blessing and communion. What of his reputation and tatters? He has the favor of the eternal Lord. What is the material wealth of his foes while he suffers? He has joy in his faithful Lord. He is experiencing firsthand the effects of God's grace and favor for him. His opponents were equating their wealth and influence with the blessing of the gods. But David knew that it was only in knowing God's presence that would properly allow him to lie down and sleep in safety. We see in this psalm a complete overview of a difficult situation. Contrast the start of the psalm with the end of the psalm. Earnest words at the beginning that call upon God to answer with grace and mercy in the midst of distress. Words about the terrible things others are doing. And slowly, as the picture unfolds, as we move through this reflection, the, the picture is transformed from unpleasant struggle to quiet joy and peace. That is the blessing our God provides for his people. It's a blessing to know the word of prayer is heard by a God who listens, who does more than simply receive words, but who also calms our hearts, reminds us that he has set us apart for himself. It's a blessing to know that we are counted as righteous for the sake of Christ, that our actions, our walk in accordance with his law, our living sacrifice of thanksgiving is done in the light of his face shining upon us. How do you respond to opposition? How do you react to stressful situations, to attacks on your reputation, to the prosperity of others? Turn to the Lord in prayer. Take your needs and issues to him. Cast your anxieties upon him as your faithful and loving God. Recognize the comfort that is yours as his spirit quiets you and the strength he provides to face each new challenge. Thank you all for listening and may you have a blessed day.